This podcast is brought to you by Sage Hill, a social impact organization. Our mission is to help people be who they're made to be so that they can do what they're made to do. Find more resources to live fully, love deeply, and lead well at sagehillresources.com. What I've seen over the years with all the thousands of people I've worked with and, and in my own quest in life is that I have recognized that there, there are five ways that God speaks to us, or five ways that God talks to us. What's amazing is God often talks to us quietly. We have to be watching for details and listening for the whispers sometimes to hear. So a lot of hearing from God has to do with our availability, of course. But what I've noticed is that there are five ways that God talks to us. One, He speaks to us, of course, in His Word. But you know, His Word is um, the truth of life and speaks about the truth of life. But I had a professor one time who was railing atheist. And I remember him complaining. I was a graduate student of his. And I remember him complaining about all the students who were coming into the, the English department at that time. And he was just cursing, saying, I'm having to teach these children, these, uh, these uh, freshmen in college, the Bible, so I can rail against it. And I was uh, looked at him a little bit confused. He said, do you not understand that every piece of literature in American fiction, is it comes from y'all's Bible? That there's no way to understand literature in America without understanding Scripture. So I'm, when I say that, that a person hears from God through Scripture, that to me is just like taken for granted. But I'm asking us to consider that Scripture actually falls out into a whole lot of other territories that can, a person can, can be moved to hear more from God. We hear from God through Scripture. We hear through God from other people. I, I'll be honest with you, I did not, what so many people say, I did not come back to God through some form of uh, lightning striking or suddenly I started reading Scripture because I knew a lot of Scripture. I came back to God through people. People showing me a care, a trust, a tenderness, a passion that I was attracted to. And then it came down to, so where did you get this? Then I ended up hearing from them. And also we hear a lot of people will give us words of wisdom, whether from confrontation to what people have called rebuke, to a statement of love that breaks a dam that had held us back, or just a statement of hope to say, I'm staying with you. We talked about the ministry of presence. That is very much hearing from other people. So we hear, we hear God from other people. We also hear God from prayer and meditation. When I say meditation, I'm not talking about anything weird. Prayer is us talking to God and meditation is us listening for Him. In fact, I've kidded around with people. I've said that there's country boy meditation. It's where you, you take a chair, you get up in the morning, you sit down, and you just stare at something. Just, just sitting and staring at something, letting your thoughts float, letting yourself go through things. My mother used to say, if you sit like that, flies would get in your mouth. But what I'm saying, meditation is not some great mystery. It's just a sitting and, and letting yourself think, let it float, pay attention to what you're paying attention to over time. And it's the, it's the warp and woof of talking to God and hearing from God and talking to God and hearing God. And God wishes to be present with our presence. So we hear from God through prayer and meditation, through other people, and through Scripture. And we also hear from God through our circumstances. 
And it's very important when we start talking about our circumstances not to say God did this because, but that we look at our circumstances from the standpoint of what this loving God could be telling us about ourselves for us. Our God wants our good. He's not always trying to teach us a lesson. In fact, I rarely think He's trying to teach us a lesson. That's mainly what sick parents do. I think what God is teaching us is about His love and that we could have more of it if we would take the risk of understanding with our hearts, continuing to turn, and continue not just to receive the healing, but the fullness that a banquet table provides. Most of us don't believe in the banquet table, so we never turn around to look to say it's really there. And then the last way God speaks to us is through illumination. I have historically said revelation, but that may be too big of a word to use theologically, but God speaks to us through revealing things to us is what I mean, revelation. He illuminates things to us. Paying attention to the intuition, having a sense of things. And then God will uh, often give us that uh, recognition that once things were cloudy, we wake up in the morning, we go, bam, there's the answer to that thing. So God speaks to us in five ways. Holy Word, other people, circumstances, prayer and meditation, and through revelation. And we need to hear from God to know the way to live. There's no such place as a way from life. We, we talk about wanting to go away where there's no such place as a way. So we need the experience of being, a paid being able to pay attention to the one who shows us the way through life since there's no such place as going away from life. In fact, if you try to get away from life, the only thing I know of that what we talk about go away or get away is to vacate. We get the word vacation from really disappearing. It's a, it's a bad word. And then frankly put, when we start talking about something going away, we throw something away. Well, it means it's going to the garbage dump. So really and truly, we need to become more adept at learning how to go through life, living it fully, rather than trying to find places to get away from the life that we can't escape. So, five places.